0: Good morning, Hope Community Church. We are excited to be here. I'm excited you're here, and obviously this is a little bit different, uh, but this is a different Sunday morning. We are digging into the Unhacked series once again, and um, we've done this two weeks now. We talked about being single and uh, life principles principles for being single. We talked about kids last week and uh, principles in God's Word about raising kids and been intentional, proactive about that. So this week, uh, we're going to talk about how to stay married a long time. So we thought it would be good. Uh, Beth and I have been married about 23 years uh, in last August. And so that's pretty good, but that's not great. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I'm talking about as far I think as link. It's
1: great. But, yeah. so, <laughs>
0: so what we thought we'd do uh, today is invite our pastors Donna Linda Webb, to the stage and uh, and get some tips from them get some get some principles from them so we can make it as far as they 've made it and so that 's what we 're going to do this morning, and uh, we 're excited about it. so could you give them a warm welcome up to the stage today so we 're thankful that they 're here all right so we 're going to get started. I think everybody should know how you guys met and got together. <laughs>
2: I think one of the first things I would say is that we've been married exactly twice as long as you guys have. <laughs> so is that crazy? Yeah,
1: 46, 46 years. 46 July, right? Right, yeah. That's yeah. great. <laughs> so, that's cool.
2: How do you meet me, sweetie? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: well, um, I was in my home church in Western Port, Maryland, and your father came to have a revival. And you and your sister came along with him, and you were the musical package mm-hmm. back in that day. you know you had to have a preacher and you had to have music and so and it went on for two weeks and um, that 's how we met actually, the first time I saw you, you were on the roof of the parsonage, you and your dad fixing a, a, a leak or something you know and it was really funny because I had said to my mother, I had come out of a relationship that I thought was going to be An engagement marriage ended up bad. And I said, I'm done with men. I'm just done. I'm going to be an old maid school teacher. I'm going to travel the world. And it's it's over. And she's like. So,
2: wait a minute. You were checking me out on the roof before I even met you?
3: Well, when I drove by, I mean, that's kind of unusual to see two men, two strange men that I didn't know. We're in a small town. We know everybody. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Right? So, so, yeah. So I told Mom, I said, God will have to drop a man in out of heaven before I'll, you know, he whatever. He him on, the roof. And he dropped him on the there road. he was. <laughs>
4: well,
2: that's pretty literal uh, because... Um, Western Port is right down in, in the right between all these mountains, and you have to just pipe sunshine in. Yeah. So I, I kind of tend to call it um, a rescue mission <laughs> <laughs> under the guise of revival. And uh, I actually rescued her from um, Western Port. That's probably true. It a um, paper mill town. Mm-hmm. smelled really, really bad. And... Um, she lived kind of down on Maryland Avenue, and uh, I don't know if I should say this or not, but it was right next to the water purification plant that had a different title called the Poop Plant. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it
2: smelled pretty rotten. So it Middle was. Mill
3: one end, filtration <laughs> plant yeah, on the you know, other I end. I rescued
2: her from, from that, and uh, Revival kept going for us.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh.
3: Yeah.
0: That's a good way to put it. 46 yep. years later. Yep. Oh, yep. How long did you date?
3: Uh, not too long, uh,
2: but it was pretty. In, it was pretty in, yes. unique dating.
3: Yes, it was. It was
2: long distance. I was at Bible College in Lakeland, Florida, and she South was Eastern. at um,
3: Frostburg. And I was at Frostburg University. Ah, we so, were both juniors in college when we met, and um, so our
2: communication was. Uh, through a phone booth at 7-Eleven on my end, <laughs> in her house, and that was pretty easy. The difficult part. But we
3: only did that twice a month okay. because oh, wow. you had to pay for long distance oh, service. Oh, yeah. that's right. And yeah. we were going to college, and we couldn't afford. Right. And our parents were like, mm, "We're not paying for it." Yeah. that know, was the easy so. part.
2: The difficult part was we sent cassette tape recordings to I each other this. through the mail. I've heard this. <laughs> so yes. trying to record a, a half hour to 45 minute cassette. And then mail it. <laughs> I don't know where those things are, but they're still around somewhere they they're never discovered.
1: Well, there's nothing to play them on, so
3: okay. we're safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we, we met actually in May of, of 1972. He asked me to wear his class ring the July 4th weekend of that summer. Okay. Then... I went down to Southeastern when he went back to school with his parents and, you know, taking all the stuff back because his sister was there too, so it took two cars to get everything back. And um, I visited there, saw where he went to school, blah, blah, blah. Came back home with them, went to Frostburg. I did not see him again until uh, Thanksgiving vacation. Mm -hmm. He came home and what I didn't know was you had a pre-engagement ring with you at that time. But he didn't give it to me. (laughs) He took it back, and he thought, why spend money on a pre-engagement ring? (laughs) Let's just go for the real thing. (laughs) So he came back at Christmas time with my engagement ring. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, asked me to marry him, and, um, and I said yes. And then he went back to school. I'm back in school. We did not see each other again until april
0: started sending the tapes
3: yes went back to the tapes (laughs) then in april we went to chesapeake virginia Mm -hmm. to bethel assembly of god to try out to be a youth pastor oh wow and we were voted in and i was going to be their school teacher they had they had started a christian school so i was going to be their first first grade teacher and he was going to be the youth pastor and they voted us in and we hadn't even finished school yet. So he goes back to Florida, I go back to Frostburg, I graduate in May, he graduates in June, we got married in July, and the first thing we did, which I I think is so ironic now, um, the first assignment we had was to bring the Missionettes, it was called then, the Missionette Girls to Potomac Park Camp Uh. for the weekend for a retreat. That's awesome. So it came
0: up the falling water. Yeah, from, yeah. Chesapeake, from Virginia.
3: Chesapeake, Virginia. Oh, that's neat. So that's, awesome. that's that's how we that's how we started, hit the ground running.
1: So tell us about the life rhythms when you had children, like things like school, sports, how that worked.
2: That oh was, boy. yeah, <laughs> I'm just taking back when I get tired.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and wonder how in the world we did it.
2: Uh, Back then, we our first church was in Tampa, Florida, and um, that's when you had to do three sermons a week. Yeah. Sunday mm-hmm. morning, Sunday all night, right. Wednesday, Wednesday night, night, with all the other uh, responsibilities of that. <clears throat> then when we had our children, um, then they were heavily involved in sports, particularly Ryan, yeah. and uh, he played soccer year-round. Mm-hmm. Um, played, he played spring ball, outdoor, fall, outdoor, summertime, we played indoor. And uh, so it was year-round. I coached soccer um, when he was playing. I played soccer. Uh, <laughs> I ran seven miles every day. <laughs> so it, just just those kinds of things. Um, and, and you and were then, bivocational. And then for several years, I was bivocational. vocational uh, Right after Ryan was born, uh, there were some hospital bills that... Um, some complications he had, so uh, <clears throat> I went back to, I went back to work for a little bit, uh, started as about a year as a security guy at a hospital and oh, yeah. um, then one of the guys that I spoke to every morning when he came to work, he came over and said, "What are you doing out here i said i 'm security for the hospital he said no and I said why don't you come on inside and work for me and so I got a job inside in the business office and worked there for a couple years Mm -hmm. and uh, and then I think later on for a year or two driving a school bus yes so all that uh, coupled with uh, those full-time jobs yeah uh, I get tired just thinking about some of that.
0: So it's not unlike it's not unlike the busyness of today. I mean, right. you guys exactly. were doing the same thing. What what were what were some of the things that you like you you had been? Did you still send tapes to each other? <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
2: we we did um, we did most everything together.
3: Yes, and and even except when we except for running. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not gonna happen.
0: <laughs> so you made it a point to, to be together when you were doing things, yes. so. Yeah,
3: yeah we, just, we just felt like that's what God called us to do. Yeah. Um, I, I had always felt that I was called to ministry. And back in the day when I was young, it wasn't necessarily <laughs> that women were pastors or whatever. Uh. So when I received that calling to ministry, I automatically said, okay, that's probably going to be a pastor's wife. And um, later on found out that, you know, it was a little different dynamic. But, um, but we just, we loved doing things together. Yeah. And um, so that's what we did. That's what we did. And when we had children? We would take the children along with us yeah Yeah. because we weren't near family there was we didn't have built-in babysitters we're in florida and the family's you know 18 hours away so we just had to learn how to do it
0: so you had to maybe redefine what a date looked like (laughs) if you're going to call it a date
3: you have to be very creative (laughs) and you have to realize okay bivocational was partly because We were in a revitalization or a re-church plant, whatever you want to call it. And so what they paid us was 50% of whatever came in that week. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, we started out with with 12 people. So you figure how much that's going to be. Some weeks, $25 came in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know so, so we had to be creative and and figure out date night sometimes date night was after we put the kids to bed, yeah, and then you know we did something, or we'd take a picnic lunch to the park or yeah. um, go to the
0: beach or something. go to the beach
3: or you know something like that
0: so you're intentional about figuring it out
3: definitely, yeah. we had to be intentional
0: yeah yeah so you're busy you 're doing all these things, and then you have three kids, mm-hmm. and they were. Pretty strong willed, some of them. <laughs> Ryan, very much,
2: yeah, uh, nicknamed Tiger.
3: <laughs> yeah. He's
2: very strong willed.
3: Yes, very strong willed. Very, um, very. Um, Competitive. Unafraid. No fear. I mean, I'm an only child. I had no brothers, nothing to base what a boy is like. Yeah and oh my word i you know i don't know how i had any more children because <laughs> he just used to scare me spitless he'd climb the tallest tree and the the limb would be so thin he'd be waving <laughs> hey mom look at me you <laughs> like oh, you know so he that you know that was his personality full on um, a lot like his dad.
2: <laughs> she, she finally figured out that a white sailor's outfit is not the best outfit for him to wear. 15
0: <laughs> <Playground>. minutes maybe. <baby.
1: laughs> Huge. If then it was a, a green brown. outfit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or a, yeah. Or a brown outfit. That's
0: mm-hmm. awesome. So did, did you have to navigate, so you're, you're busy and then you have three kids and you're dealing with the kids' personalities and so, mm-hmm. so you guys are having to be intentional about if if we're gonna have if this relationship's gonna work with all that you're doing and your first kid's very strong-willed, so that's a that's a lot of intentionality you were putting into. It, what did you find that it was easy to kind of go ah we missed it this week or? I
2: mean, so far, I missed our like your getting our together time together. That that was we we guarded that really closely. We really did. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we had
3: it on the calendar. No. Um,
2: yeah. We determined that uh, we were going to make our relationship a priority, um, not let our kids come in between that. Yeah.
3: And that didn't—that that didn't mean that we didn't love our children. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we adore our kids, but we knew that someday they were not going to be around, <laughs> right? And we did not want to be strangers to one another. Yeah like we were starting all over again or like we see people do that 30 years later they walk away Mm -hmm. yeah because there's nothing there Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i I think i've said that to the kids like your mother's going to be here after you leave right Mm -hmm. so
1: (laughs) and i think that sometimes the the best thing you can give your children is the the security of a strong marriage and a strong foundation for their family so that well,
2: thankfully, we had a little respite uh, with Nicole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she was not as strong-willed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty quiet, uh, mm-hmm. kind of back in the background, uh, reserved, um, very observant. I mean, she didn't miss anything. She had this uncanny ability to um, outstare anybody <laughs> that would uh, hold her as a baby. No. That so was, they, they would hold her and Emma look like, down at her, and she'd just be staring right square in the <laughs> eye. And after a bit, you watch them we'll kind of get a little, a little antsy, and yeah. she just never released that, that look. But um, it's a totally different personality. Yes. Yeah.
3: yeah. So that was, that was good for me. You know, that gave me a bit of a rest. And then, and, and there's three years between each of our children. Yeah. And that was not an intentional thing. I had a miscarriage between Ryan and Nicole, Mm -hmm. and then we had a boy and we had a girl, and so we didn't think there were gonna be any more children, and well, my goodness, what do you know? Here comes Laura. You got the flu. Yeah.
4: Don was sure that I was
3: dreadfully ill. And I kept telling him, no, I'm pregnant. No, no. no, no. And so here comes Laura. And then Laura was the life of the party. You yeah. know, she walked into the room and the party was about to happen. And she's just funny and and bright, and um, she—I always tell her, "You're the icing on the cake." Yeah, we're we're really glad that you know we did have her. She's pretty feisty at times. And too. she can be very. Oh feisty. yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, a delight. So if you're in that stage where you're having kids, raising kids, in that those early stages where it just seems like life is chaotic, I know, I know, we run into people at Walmart or something like that, and it just looks like they haven't slept in five years. <laughs> and they're just beat down, drained, and the kid is currently screaming. Uh, um, know this. That season will pass. Yes. That, that, it doesn't last forever. Yes. And that season's going to pass. And, and the intentionality that you guys had to pay attention to each other during that season, um, it makes it bearable, and it also gives you a foundation w- when you're through that season, when your kids are teenagers, and, and they're not at home all the time. Right. So, um, Um, sometimes as pastors people get the idea that that your everything is perfect. (laughs) That that everything you know oh you're a pastor of a church you know how to do everything and you're the one teaching everybody so your life never gets sideways it never it never gets upended.
1: You always have the right answers. You always have the right answers. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah, and you have the right answers because your life is perfect.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's no questions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's it.
0: So, 46 years of marriage wasn't always perfect. No. So, how did, how did you guys, what was your philosophy dealing with difficult times? Both of you have had cancer. No. You, you raised three kids. I mean, nothing I know, and, and you guys know out there, that's not the easiest thing to do. You, you raised three successful kids. That's the other thing. Yeah. So, so when those difficult times come, what was your knee jerk to those things?
3: Run. No,
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no um, cry a lot, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, we talked a lot about, you know, what we were facing, if it was something with the kids. Um, I liked what you all said last week about the consistency,
4: Yeah.
3: and especially between the two of you. Um, because it's amazing how your children can learn how to play you one <laughs> off the other, you know. And so, um, so it, that was good uh, that we were uh, consistent together. And even if we weren't in agreement all the time, to the children, we were.
0: Mm-hmm. Wait a second, you guys disagreed? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> did that I slip.
3: <laughs> to do that, huh? Oh, excuse me. Oh, that's right. We were perfect. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, uh, so you know, we were we were real careful about that, um, so that the children knew we were a united front, and um, and and in some of, in some of the situations that were really difficult with raising our children. Um, you know, times of serious rebellion and, and difficulty, um, we went to counseling yeah, uh, because we wanted to make sure we weren't doing it wrong mm-hmm. or, or that we hadn't lost our mind mm-hmm. uh, or that we still could keep our relationship good too, yeah. you know. And we even had one of, um, one of the teachers say to us, man, most people when they go through this kind of stuff, their marriage is, pfft, <laughs> you know, but you guys seem to be, Sturdy, strong. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then we prayed.
2: Yeah. Did a lot we of that.
3: prayed and prayed and prayed. Yeah. So.
2: And, and we, uh, we, we did, we're both strong, strong willed ourselves. We're both firstborns.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and, Us uh, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and add to we, that,
3: I'm an only child. That's an
0: argument waiting to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so we made a
2: commitment um, not to go to bed angry with each other. Yes. Yeah. That we would resolve whatever it was that that had come up. Why uh, did we do that? For, no. Yeah, before, <laughs> before we go to bed. And uh, so we, we dealt with it. Uh, we yeah. would make time yeah. and make sure we dealt with it. And um, yeah.
0: so that mean a few sleepless nights.
2: Well, well, the, the wonderful she heals quick.
4: <laughs>
3: no.
2: but we, we would discuss, we discussed uh, things.
3: Well, the Bible talks to us about, Mm -hmm. you know, Linda Webb translation, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Yeah. Whether it's marriage or children or whatever, resolve that. Because if you go to sleep on that and you wake up with that, it's just going to become a festering place Mm -hmm. and you just keep carrying it.
2: Yeah. And and, uh, one thing we did early on, uh, we agreed not to ever use the D word. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're talking about the, about divorce. divorce right. uh, when we were youth pastors, some of our best friends, um, we would go to their house sometimes, or they come to ours, and and they were just constantly throwing around, you know, I'll I'll just divorce you then, or something like that, and, mm-hmm. and it just felt so uncomfortable. And right. eventually, they did. They did. Uh, yeah. You know, just a year or two later. Yes. Uh, and I, I think sometimes if couples use that word, trying to use it as leverage and threaten each other, uh, eventually. Uh, they call their somebody calls their bluff and they're too uh too strong to, to or too strong will to back down and say hey i was wrong and yeah. just go through it when possibly would never have done it if they hadn't
0: threatened to do it so so there was not no plan b
1: well i remember us going to i, I can't remember if it was a youth conference or a marriage conference and they talked about that so don't have a plan b if you have a plan b you're likely to use it
3: yeah mm-hmm. exactly and right.
1: that's the other thing i think that really helped us as well
3: we intentionally went to marriage conferences and, mm-hmm. and you know, just did things um, like uh, minister's retreat or, you know, other things like that to where the two of us were away mm-hmm. uh, together and, and with friends and, mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. One, so one of the best helped.
2: things that I think the district, Peninsula Florida District, did uh, for their pastors was they had an annual marriage enrichment yes. retreat. Uh-huh. And we always loved going to that. Yeah. It's two or three days and uh, some fantastic uh, presenters, and um, they they taught us how to uh, fight fairly Mm
4: -hmm. and
2: uh, just a whole lot of really critical things on how to resolve conflict, and uh, one of of the things that helped um, us a lot when it comes to conflict, um, Bill Gothard, um, he he taught seminars all around the country. The first time I heard him was in Atlanta. And then he started having them on an annual basis in Tampa. And so I, I would, and you would go most of the time with mm-hmm. me. We never missed those. And uh, he's a single guy and got criticized a lot about trying to tell people how to be married. But uh, <laughs> he had some good principles. Very good principles. I guess Paul did the same thing, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> in scripture. So. But um, he talked in, in terms of um, much of the conflict comes from, unmet expectations oh yeah and so he said you know if you feel like your expectations in the marriage or whatever is not being met uh he, he would urge you to give your expectations to god mm. and just start praying over
4: it mm-hmm. yeah
2: and another uh big uh cause of conflict uh, was uh, you feel like your rights have been violated and so he would say okay you feel like you have a right to this or that or the other thing uh follow Jesus' example and yield your rights or surrender your rights.
4: Yeah.
2: And uh, so that helped us a lot. You know, if you don't have a right to anything, then it's hard to, for somebody to violate that. Or if your expectations um, you don't hold those up, yeah. um, then you're not going to have as much conflict. So I think we utilized that a lot um, during some of those early years. And as a result, we, we just learned the right ways to to work things out Mm -hmm. and um,
0: so so it kinda goes to what we were talking about uh... the first sunday we start talking about unhacked even in single life of a single person is that you know christ makes you whole not your not your Mm -hmm. spouse so if you come into a relationship with the idea that this person's going to meet every one of my expectations you're going to be disappointed and probably pretty quickly uh... So the whole idea that we can take those unmet expectations and let God meet them, and let God deal with them, it it um, saves mm-hmm. some conflict.
3: Right. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So, who won more?
1: <laughs> Team Linda.
2: <laughs> you know what? We we decided we decided that I was going to be the winner. <laughs> And well, that, really that, that really is true. That really is true. We felt the scripture, you know, um, says that the husband should be, you know, the head of the house. Not in the sense of lording yes. it right. over. Right. Yeah. Uh, but since we're both kind of strong-willed, you know, we, we came to that agreement. And she agreed. In fact, maybe you suggested it. I don't know. Uh, I but probably anyway.
4: did. Mm-hmm.
2: But anyway, we, we adopted you. that. However, um, you know... The scripture says also to love your wife. Yes, yeah. and so we have mutual respect for each other. We mm-hmm. we value the input of each other. Yeah, and, and so it, we never made any major decisions without the two of us together uh, sitting down and talking it through yeah.
3: mm-hmm.
2: and, and agreeing upon it. So,
3: and I think another thing that um, was helpful to us, um, especially with my being an only child, um, was. Practicing the leave and cleave principle that the Bible talks about, that you leave your parents and you come together with your husband and you become as one Mm -hmm. and you don't keep running back
0: if
3: things are bad or, you know, he hurt my feelings or whatever. Um, it wasn't a phone call home. It wasn't, of course we didn't live close, so I couldn't run home, but, um, you know, that, that wasn't part of the plan either. You know, um, we were together, we needed to work it out and there were times that I would say to him, let me just, let me just call and they'll help us or, (laughs) you know, whatever. And he'd be like, Nope, we can do this. We're good. We're going to make it, you know? And, um.
2: Well, God, God provided for us a lot of times True. as a result of our prayer. We just pray with songs. a need, and it's like miraculously, you know, God would take care of it.
3: Sure. And for for us, he, our backgrounds were so different. You know, Don came from a ministry family. His dad was a pastor, and they lived a life of faith because he didn't start to be a pastor. His father didn't start to be a pastor until... He had four children, oh, wow. and then took the four kids and went into ministry. Yeah. And they weren't pastoring big churches, so they actually prayed their food in, they prayed their clothes. in. I mean, it was a faith walk. Yeah, you know, my parents were not Christ followers uh, in uh, at least half of my life, and then um, my dad uh, had a good job. He provided well for our family. We weren't rich by any means, but we didn't want for anything. Yeah. I never had to pray too much to make sure that I had what I needed. Right. So I remember one time when we were youth pastors and we came to the end of the month and we still had another week or so and there was no money. And it. it wasn't because we were being frivolous because we were very careful and we didn't have any food. Yeah. And, um don said well we're just going to pray and i think we had maybe a can of beans and i heated those up and put them on the table and he said we're going to pray that god's going to supply our need and i said well you better have a lot of faith because i don't know how to do this Yeah. yeah and you know i'm just being honest and he was like you know he will and so we prayed we ate those beans And probably an hour after we had dinner, a knock came at our apartment door. And when we went to the door and answered it, there was a woman that had driven probably a half hour, 45 minutes from her house to our apartment. And she's standing there with two grocery bags full of food. She was working in her garden and God said, take everything to Don and Linda. (laughs) And she was obedient and she came and i looked at him and i went so it does work <laughs> <laughs> and you know um That's
2: i've amazing. seen dad um, cause we were we were uh, three boys and one girl we were we were rough rambunctious and shoes didn't wear very long with us and uh, i remember dad uh, praying for a pair of shoes i think for me
4: mm-hmm.
2: and um but then I had to have some shoes. So he went out and bought them and got back, and then somebody came and just brought a brand new pair of shoes that was my size. Oh, my goodness. He said, goodness. I, should have, I should have just waited and trusted God. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That's
1: learned. Right. Yeah, I didn't know that you could wear shoes out until I had a boy. No. <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, soles worn out. I oh, had no idea. Yeah. yeah. No idea. Yeah. yeah.
0: We've worn a few pairs of shoes out. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. So. so tell us about the empty nest. What's, what was that like?
3: Nice. Nice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, was there
0: a transition? I mean, you guys were so busy. Your kids were so involved. And then all of a sudden, well, it wasn't all of a sudden. I mean, but, <clears throat> but the kids left.
3: Yeah. They did. Um, and, it, and we struggled with that, you know, letting them go um uh, but i i think that from the very beginning um when we started our family god prepared our hearts for letting go yeah and we prayed over them that god's will would be done in their lives and with us being in ministry we were like uh they're probably not going to be in close proximity to us. Uh, I mean, yeah. who knows? Uh, Nicole pretty much uh, had the call to missions on her life, like from age nine, and um, and so we were thinking she's not probably not even going to live in the same country, mm-hmm. you know. And so, so we just kind of prepared ourselves for that and prepared them for that, you know. And and like you were saying, you know, teaching your children responsibility, yeah. how to think through their Uh, their plans and and do make wise choices and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing and so um watching them do that and um, and and letting go and because we still knew he knew each other and we were still in love with each other yeah you know that's the fun part um yeah there were probably seasons where we went why did I marry you? And when you think that, when you think that, get a piece of paper and a pencil, and you start writing down yeah. what it was. Oh, yeah. Why, why did I marry them? What did I see? What, what was it like? You know, blah, blah, blah. And when you do that, it's like it just comes all over again. Yeah. And, you, you know, you just love that person. Yeah, I just love you.
0: <laughs> so the kids left, though, but, and then he left.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. You know, if if I think that's where um, our respect for one another and our love for one another, knowing what the other person needs and their personality and um, and that kind of thing.
0: Um, you guys have been very gracious towards each other because you would go on missions trips multiple times a year mm-hmm. for the last 12 years.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And then you take really long extended hikes and bike rides. And,
2: mm-hmm. so it kind of evened out.
4: <laughs>
0: but yeah, I, I so appreciate um,
2: having a wife like, like her that would... Uh, be willing to allow me to do that. That was one of my dreams. You know, yeah. Both of those yeah. are dreams that I had. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I met a lot of guys on the on the hike that were maybe my age or younger who were married. And uh, they said, Your wife, don't you come and do that? They said, You know, my wife would say, You go do it, but don't ever come back, or something like that. <laughs> you know? And um, so I said, Yeah. And, uh, and it, but it was fun coming back. I mean, it was, I was glad to be back. And, yeah.
3: And yeah, it's, it's fun. It was fun making up when we had bites. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you know, I'm, we gotta keep PG. I know. You know, that's all fun. <laughs> so.
0: And so, so, talk to us a little bit. Empty nest. You've retired now. Mm-hmm. So. So I don't see the two of you as people fading out into the <laughs>
4: distance. <laughs> it's not,
0: it's not really your personality. So have you have you thought about from here on? Well, she
2: just retired. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, that, that's a good question. We we, we do feel that uh, that we really whatever it is that God wants us to do, we want to be encouragers. Yeah. To to people, to other people. Um, we we just take great uh, satisfaction in yes. encouraging people along that just little
3: word or whatever uh, to encourage in different them. ages and stages and yeah you know um, yeah if you can offer a word of encouragement to someone um, I think, and I like think to, we'll have time to do that yeah and and,
2: I, and obviously we, we would like to travel uh, I I would love to you know take her. All over the United States, and show her some of the gorgeous sights that I've seen, and some that I haven't seen yet. Yeah. Did you On a pod do it car together. For your
1: bike or? <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> no. Okay. Just check it. It has to out. have
2: pedals in there. For yeah. That. That's not going to happen. Yeah, we're not doing the bicycle build for okay. two either. <laughs> okay. So, uh, um,
4: yeah, I can see
2: us doing that and okay. really enjoying that. Yeah. yeah. So, just get her all healed up and.
3: Um, and we want to pour into our um, um, our children. Um, that doesn't mean that we tell them what to do. Yeah. But um, when they need us or mm-hmm. need some advice or whatever, you know, we want to be able to to offer them counsel, and we want to be able to be there for our grandkids. And the grandkids. Yeah, yeah and just be able
4: to Which love on them. Which just one
0: job spoil rotten. Yeah, <laughs> giving back to the parents. <laughs> <They> just,
4: <yeah.
0: laughs> our, our kids deserve that. Yes, <laughs>
4: they do.
3: We had an experience of that when Laura and them came up a couple of weeks ago to help out because of me being uh, having my surgery, and uh, Madison did something at the house and something got broken, <laughs> and and uh, so you know we got it all cleaned up and we're talking about it and Laura goes, man you can tell that's the grandchild (laughs) because if one of us kids had
1: done that it would have been all
0: over it looks looks a little different yeah a lot
1: different yeah
0: uh, we so appreciate you guys you've been a great inspiration to us and
1: um encouragement encouragement both of us are
0: hotheads and so we saw you guys walking through things calmly and it encouraged us and and helped us along the way Uh so a couple things be intentional at the beginning Uh, if you're if you got kids young kids and you're flying all around be intentional Mm -hmm. Uh, call it what somebody else might not call a date call it a date and be intentional about it yes and then through the difficult times don't go to bed don't go to bed mad at each other figure out figure out how to resolve some things Mm -hmm. and then and then plan on staying married yeah just plan on it and anticipate it uh, because your kids will be gone Mm
3: -hmm. yes
0: and then um and on the other end of it, just encourage each other to follow God's will. And that's something we've seen you guys do. And you weren't afraid to uh, release each other into, into God's will at times, but happy that you came back. Right. Yeah. So, um, so why don't we do this? Why don't you stand? And uh, we're going to pray a blessing over you this morning. And uh, we just we're looking forward to fostering long, long, long marriages here at Hope Community Church. So let's do that. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you today. You've been good to us. God, you've given us some great examples of what a good marriage looks like, what a great marriage looks like. And so, Lord, we pray that we'd be able to take these principles today, and apply them, and Lord, we pray that we'd be able to beat the trend, Lord, that with your strength and what we've learned today and your anointing, God, that, that uh, we could see longevity in marriage return. And so we thank you for it. We look forward to all the good things that will come out of this. And uh, we give you honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said amen Amen. and amen. Well, we'll see you back. Encourage somebody as you leave. And uh, we'll see you back here next week.